You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Welcome to Downtime Scoundrels. My name's Jared Logan. This is the Glass Cannon Network, and you have tuned into Haunted City, where we play Blades in the Dark, the incredible game by John Harper and Evil Hat Studios, available wherever tabletop role-playing <laughs> game books are sold. I'm so happy that you've joined us. I mean, it's a time of celebration here uh, for the Remnant, our crew. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they just pulled off a big score. Let me introduce you to our cast, who just have to be beaming, just smiling ear to ear. Welcome, Josephine McAdam, <laughs> Abu Salim, and Ross Bryant. What's up, guys? Hi, hi. Oh, We're yeah. good, man. Uh, We're in the money. Yes. <laughs> you just made a bunch of coin, and now you get to spend it. Uh, what's uh, what's something that you would... I, I have icebreaker questions. What's something oh. that you would buy if you had a ton of money, Ross Bryant? Oh, can we first? Uh, <laughs> Unlimited money. You're a professional improviser. Answer now. Yes. Answer um, now. Right, 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 right. Yes, Answer. Answer. Uh, cool. Now. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, um, I mean, the first thing that pops into my head is like, uh, I mean, it's all pe- it's like pedestrian stuff. I want like a house. Um, a house, sure. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's so adult. A mortgage. I know. I know that's boring and adult, but I've, we talked, I feel like at some point in one of these shows about like, like crazy. I think it might've been on the Dune stream of talking about like, what would your super, what would your lair be like? Oh, right. And, yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I would really like something that looked really like, like out of, out of time. Like any any mm. house that has like a turret or like a little yes. or like a little dome little where there, where there might like, be a spire with a uh, with a with a telescope, uh, like I w- I would love I would love something like that of just just where you can imagine like chairs and brocades and uh, mm-hmm. red red walls and stuff. Ross Bryant wants him an old lady house. I want an old, I want, oh, do I want an old lady house? What what uh, would you buy if you had some some real coin? Uh, I, I would buy a full wardrobe of Alexander McQueen. <laughs> wow. What is, now, see, now I am ignorant. What is Alexander McQueen? Oh, well, Alexander McQueen was an incredible designer. Uh, it's clothes. It's clothes. It's just sure. like no, very it's beautiful. Clothes. Like it's like you take uh, this like punk grunge aesthetic, but then you apply like very beautiful silhouettes and lines and nothing is like it's. Everything's done with purpose and so beautiful. The structure of everything. So you're gorgeous. telling me very expensive clothes that look like grunge attire. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> the difference, right? Like you get expensive punk and like the problem with it's like you t- take an alternative aesthetic is like it ends up just looking sort of torn up and grungy. But he's been able to take that aesthetic, take the edginess, take, you know, uh, um, there's there's. There's skulls. There's a lot of skulls everywhere, but there's also just like, but it's also still beautiful. And he also blends in a lot of like um, uh, different areas of Scotland at times and tartans and, and it had a, a collection inspired by like the Shetland Isles. And like, it's just, 
It's just beautiful. You should just look at look at his work sometime, okay? There's nothing mm-hmm. there's nothing like unrefined or grungy. Yeah. So Josephine would buy some kilts with skulls on them. <laughs> mm. Abu, if you had a lot of money, what would you buy? I don't NFTs. know. I mean, n- not that any of us are poor, but if you had a ton of definitely NFTs. Yes. Thank you. Oh, no. Finally a good answer. <laughs> Finally someone thinking, man. how to turn his money into money. Just what I'm saying, guys. Everybody I'm- wins. Every exchange you get <laughs> money back. God. Just saying, guys. Brilliant. That's a good answer. My yeah. answer, of course, is the Sultan Ultimate Gaming Table. Okay. Um, <laughs> so specific it's got cup holders and a recessed uh, uh <laughs> surface with a grid already on it perfect for those uh d20 combats yeah all I, right I, I, my house has to have a library with a spiral staircase in it okay moving on okay okay uh, all right moving on um, oh, is everybody uh, ready for a downtime session we're gonna have a good time i mean we've got some money to spend and we're gonna find out uh how these scoundrels enjoy themselves when they're coming off of a big score that was successful are you ready yeah. Yes. Well, then I have to say, a thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. Yes. Then came the cataclysm, which blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. Yes. The city of mm. Duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning towers that keep out the ghosts. Mm. Outside the city is a wasteland of ravening undead. Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and or villains. Villainy and or intrigue and corruption. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The yes. sun is gone. The only thing that signs, uh, the only thing that signs and shines in Duskfall are the blades in the dark. And blades here we, there we go. Yes. Uh, thank you for singing our unofficial theme song. Blades in the dark. Um, <laughs> oh, we're talking about those blades. <laughs> saxophone okay um so uh here we are we're coming off of our uh, successful score robbing uh from the widow song uh in white crown you took her jewels you mm. took her coin mm. you took her irradiated oh, she was animals. a widow well she was wh- wh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is integral a- information jared Oh, I, oh my god, I forget you're a widow, so... Widow song. Yeah, she was a widow, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was just a, a single lady. Rich single lady. All over her house, too. So you thought that she was... like, oh, this widow. What widow is this person? This changes things. <laughs> you thought she was a lifelong bachelorette. No, uh, she, she was married at one point. You guys oh, didn't go man. into the gallery, or you would have seen a beautiful, beautiful oh, painting of her husband's face. But, uh, but, mm, uh, I'm, I'm appalled. Okay. Continue. Well, use it. Use that emotion. Use it in our downtime. Tell me, That's tell great. me how Juliet, uh, reacts to learning this later. Uh, Cause apparently she learns it after Eka Prague tells her back at the grotto, right. uh, a day later. So, uh, we're going to do, first of all, our XP. XP is the most important oh, yeah. thing. Uh, and sometimes I forget it, but not this time. Let us start with our individual XP, and since we're since we're talking to Juliet, let's go ahead and bring up Juliet's oh. sheet, and let's talk to Juliet about her XP, 
Juliet, yeah. did you take any desperate actions? Yeah, I took a couple. I think one was in insight, one was in prowess. Okay, insight and in prowess, but uh, not enough to fill the row yet. No, no. But you can turn the XP from your playbook triggers into um, stuff that you can put up here in insight, prowess, or resolve. Yeah, I feel like I didn't get too many, to be honest. Well, let's see. Um, You addressed the challenge with technical skill or mayhem. I would say that you definitely addressed it with technical skill. Yeah. Okay. Well, there was a little wrecking of the... uh, (laughs) Oh, there was, actually. Of the crops. Take Mm -hmm. two. Okay. I'll take two. And then um, it says, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Um, I I just trashed a widow's space, and you didn't even know it was. I'm just saying, there's no expression right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> you're saying that's not an expression. It's a, a lack I mean, of like, an expression. It depends. It could be one. You could be like, oh, there's only there's only space for one widow in town, and that was your passion <laughs> of the place. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no. Um, let's see. That's well, the rules so for heritage. Widows. There could be only one. <laughs> heritage and background. My heritage is the family line of academics, which is what I use to find information. Right to do the library research. Mm, on that is true. Yeah, you kind of looked into Duskfall's uh, heritage, into its history. In yeah. order to do that, take the XP. Okay. Well argued. Okay. And right. then, and, yeah, I don't think the rest is. <laughs> I mean, no, you didn't struggle just, with issues from no. your vice or trauma. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe just, if just, I'd just, known she was a widow, I, I might. This is great. <laughs> What's your vice? My my vice is my deceased partner. Obligation, deceased Fantastic. partner. And did, you, did you struggle with it? No, no, but I might have. Okay. Should so, I mean should. she? She definitely was struggling, though, right? I mean the mm-hmm. the, the widow and the yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, great. Yeah, so you didn't I, struggle in this session, though, did you? No, you didn't. No, okay. No, great. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, okay, uh, well done. And any of those XP can go into your attributes. Would you like them to stay on your playbook, or would you like no, them to go it, into your? Attributes? Yeah, I have. I I have like a plan in mind for. Playbook, so I'm gonna hold on here. Okay, great. You already picked up that excellent physical or physicer special ability. Mm. Can't wait to see what you do next. But for now, <laughs> Juliet is taken care of. And let us look at Ekaprag Wodi. That's the guy that led this little expedition. Yeah. Very I, good. I feel like I maybe only took one desperate action. Uh, where, what, what was it in? Do you I think remember? it was in prowess, considering everything I did was finesse-related, practically. Yeah, that seems right. Um, um, okay, very good. And then, let's look. Did you address a challenge with stealth or evasion? You know it. Yeah, I, I crept you by, I crept by that bed. I, I slipped into the house. I... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and take two. All you right. did a lot of that. Uh, oh, that's three. Just take two, my friend. Just take Oopsie. two. You greedy little... <laughs> don't you dare. What if I don't did? test me. I mean, it could be. No. No, don't do it. He just made it go up to four. It's two. Okay. Um, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. How did Ekaprag do that? I don't know. Well, I don't know that he necessarily did. Um, aside your from background, that. though. I mean, like the fact that you were like a... a, a <laughs> The, well, you 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 frequent a certain space. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I did I did in that flashback use my uh, um, my um, persuasive uh, lubricious self to uh, get some get some meat scraps. And isn't wait, what's your vice? 
pleasure. Uh, okay. I don't know well, that I've struggled with that on this. No, but there was something, you know, as opposed to being careful on the engine, you just went straight into that vault. Remember there was a moment that oh, where, yes. like, RP took over, where it was like... I think that was, yeah, that was that was the, that was was the greed. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't yeah. know it. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the fact that... I was going to say, like, the fact that the lady came from your space. That's right? true. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's technically, like, a... I'm going to give you an XP right? for that. Great. Yeah, <laughs> scouted it. That's going to be background related. Um, cool. And do you want any of those to go into your attributes, or do you want to leave them there on the playbook advancement XP chart? I think I'll leave them there on the playbook advancement. Great. And now we come to our one-man tank, Valkos. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. And Valkos, let me see here. Valkos, you took uh, quite a few desperate actions in the yeah. prowess area. You've got three, three there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, your playbook has quite a few XP marked mm-hmm. on it already. Um, did you address a ch- challenge with violence or, or coercion? Absolutely. Who are we talking Go about? Ahead and take two. <laughs> take Thank two. You. And uh, did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? I heard you mention Severos several times. Severosi mm-hmm. kind of, you know, just uh, chanting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll take one and- for that. Did you struggle with issues from your vice or trauma? I don't know about that. I think I did. Why? How? <laughs> the ghosts. Like, there were moments where I was oh. kind of a bit like, I'm going to take it, but then no. You know? <laughs> Very well argued. Take the final XP that fills up your playbook yeah. advancement. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, what are you going to do? That means you are do a new special ability. And you know what I'm going to do? What? There's one which I was looking at when I was playing Chuck, and I was like, this is a beautiful, beautiful one. And I think actually because of that session, it just makes sense. From the Hound, I'm taking Vengeful. So what you're actually taking, you're taking Veteran. Mm. Let's Let's clear the XP tracker. You're taking Veteran and then Vengeful. Tell us what Vengeful does. Can you tell us? I will tell you. Vengeful. (laughs) You gain an additional XP trigger. You got payback against someone who harmed you or someone you care about. If your crew helped you get payback, also mark crew XP. Well, uh, Abu has just figured out a way that he can get XP for playing the way he's going to play anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I I should also get that straight to kill. We just so happen to have a mission of vengeance looming. So this is very... Just saying. Very well done, everybody. Okay, so that is our individual XP. And now let's look at our crew. Our crew... That's um, a great skill, man. mm, That crew... Yeah, that's an excellent special ability. And uh, yeah, you want to fill up those XP trackers and get more and more powerful. So Um, the crew advancement, by the way, is already... Well, not quite half... Mm. Uh, but you already have four ticks on it. Um, yeah. And so now, let's see. Did you execute a successful burglary, espionage, robbery, or sabotage operation? Mm-hmm. You certainly did. I'm going to go ahead and put in one for that. Did you contend with challenges above your current station? You are tier one. So is Flint. And I don't think the old lady in the house count as higher tier. They're not like another criminal organization or faction. Mm. May I contend that in the first... <laughs> Bullet. I'm so sorry I do this every time. No, it's okay. the first bullet point. Um, you know, robbery, yes, but not only did we steal things, we also 
sabotaged her crop growth in destroying it because it says if you do this more than once, right? We didn't just right take now. jewels. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't just take jewels. You we didn't also go in to sabotage her. No, 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 but we did. We ended up sabotaging this. Sabotaging like, field. We took. The, we didn't just take the crops. We took what causes the crops to grow. We took the most valuable part of it. Mm-hmm. I I think that that was well argued, but I'm not giving you XP for sabotage. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I just can't do it. I just well, can't do it. it. It's robbery twice. It's robbery two different items. Uh, wow. Okay, just stop now. <laughs> <laughs> You're just digging yourself a hole, counselor. Um, Approve the bench, please. All right. Uh, no, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna say no. And the reason is, I don't think that you've completely crippled her ability. Like, uh, in my opinion, you didn't get every single snail that was out there. You just there, got okay. enough to like make a very <laughs> nice little killing on the black market. Um, did you bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one? I'm going to say yes to that. And the reason is this was your most successful score so far. And on top of that, you haven't, you know, as shadows, you haven't been that shadowy. But this time you were. <laughs> you you were kind of silent, uh, run silent, run deep, mm-hmm. run deadly. So I'm going to give you an XP for that. And did you express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew? Look, we took from the elite the white. We finally got into white crown. Ah, yes, yep, that's great. You finally used your hunting grounds as a place to hunt, and uh, you stole from the elite. And I'm going to give you for that. So you are now three XP away from a new crew upgrade. That's pretty incredible. Um, and that is our <coughs> crew XP. Really well done. Three XP away, and you can get a new special ability, or you can get some new upgrades uh, to your equipment and your facilities, which you may need very soon, because now we're going to talk about rep and coin. Mm. Rep and coin, the payoff. So the crew earns two rep per score by default. If the target of the score is a higher tier than you, take plus one rep per higher tier. It was not. Uh, if the target of the score is lower tier, negative one rep per tier. It's not lower either. I think it was just about equal mm-hmm. to you. Um, so I think you, you you've only earned two rep here, but that's pretty good. That's 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 good. So I'm gonna put in two rep for you. Once your rep is full, of course you remember that you can start up. You you can pay to go up a tier. In this case, you wouldn't go to tier two. You'd become tier one strong. Okay. Um, now I told you that you earned eight coin for this, so you 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 don't have a vault yet. So you have four coin that you can keep in your lair, and then each of you uh, have to carry the rest of that coin, and you can only have, like, one coin worth of money on your person at a time, I believe. So you need to spend that during this downtime, or we're going to say that it was just sort of frittered away. Yeah, we'll each take one, mm-hmm. and I because I mm-hmm. think we when we were negotiating with Ekaprag, we said that he would have to split with Celiac, too, so... Celiac should get one as well, right? Because four is left over. Since Celiac pulled his weight, yeah, Celiac Mm -hmm. gets one, and then everyone who went on the score gets one. And don't forget that you must decide whether you're going to pay up to the Path of Echoes again. These guys, man. Yeah, and the Path of Echoes is the one that has begun to use Flint instead of... uh, That's correct, yes. Okay, well, I feel like buying their... Being as we're about to kneecap him... It's probably 
good to stay in their good graces yeah, since we're going to yeah. absorb. Yeah, agreed. All that work. Um, yeah. Should we just take some coin out of our vault or out of our crew coin though to pay him? Or should you? you yeah. So so yeah. Let's see. Um, that's four of you. Each of you are holding one coin. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if you include Selyak. So do you want to just pay the one coin out of your crew coin? Yeah. Okay, great. So that leaves you with three at the layer. Okay, very well done. Um, that is our uh, payoff. Um, congratulations on all of that coin. You, you went into the job because you wanted to earn some, some funds, and you succeeded. So well done. And now there's let's nothing about- else to do for the crew. <laughs> no, there's a couple other things to do. Let's talk about heat. Yeah. Heat. How Ooh. how noticeable and how much danger did you bring down in yourselves with this job? Well, I mean, zero heat is smooth and quiet, low exposure. I don't think so. What? What? what contained why? contained standard exposure would be two heat. <clears throat> that I think is what we're going to go with because mm-hmm. the old woman did wake up at the end because you spent oh, yeah. extra time in the house. Okay. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Yeah, so I think we're going to give you two more heat, which brings you to just three heat. Not terrible. That's fine. Totally Not fine. terrible. Um, so that's that. And now we move on to our entanglements. <clears throat> now, this is the first time for this crew that I am rolling entanglements on the lower heat end of the uh, of the yeah. table. Normally, the, this crew has six or more heat. <laughs> and I'm rolling the worst entanglements possible. This time I'm rolling uh, on the uh, zero to three heat wow. level. So let's see what we roll here. Uh, a three. Uh, gang trouble or the usual suspects. Gang trouble, one of your gangs causes trouble. You guys don't have a gang. So I guess it's going to be the usual suspects. The blue coats grab someone in the periphery of your crew. One player volunteers a friend or vice purveyor as the person most likely oh. to be taken. So I think this is important because when we talked about Echo Prague, we forgot to find out <laughs> who, who his, friends, his were. friends were. And I think it's one of Echo Prague's friends because this was Echo Prague's job. That's so right. Mm. Tell me about his friends and uh, enemies. I, I, I took the liberty of clicking on those before uh, we started. Um, and I have his enemy as a character named Rosalind Kellis, a noble. Mm. But his friend is Dharma, a blue coat. Oh, oh, oh shit. wow. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think <clears throat> that they can grab anybody. They could grab your, your rival. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think Rosalind Kellis lives in White Crown, mm-hmm. and I think the Blue Coats question Rosalind to find out what low li- what low lives have some sort of connection to White Crown. Who who could have found out that the woman's that the Widow Song's house was uh, vulnerable? And let's see if Rosalind Kellis rats you out. Um. Oh, there's just no winning in this game, is there? We're making a fortune <laughs> roll to find out if they resist no. questioning. If I roll a one to three, you're going to get plus two heat. Oy. If I roll a four to five, level two harm. Oh. 
What? That doesn't what? make any sense. This is great. I told you. <laughs> because she no comes winning. back. Oh, Ross and Kellis could get beat up here. That seems. Um, if now listen, if they roll a six, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rule that it's just everybody gets off scot free. I guess. Um, yeah. Wait, it, huh? So wait, so it's <laughs> two heat. A oh, wait, you're right. Home. Thank you, Valkos. Thank you, Abu. You're right. It should be even worse if they roll a six. Um, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, God. And then, wait, so no, two is, is no- the least we can get. That's that's the best outcome. Yeah, or you can pay the blue coats off with one coin. Oh, man, allow you paying coin for for this. All right, what's the, what's the six? The six is going to be... The six is going to be not only does Roslyn get a level two harm, but Roslyn is going to now start working against you, oh, like great. informing on you. Let her take it. We'll kill her afterwards. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just kill her later. <laughs> All right, yeah. here we go. I'm going to roll it. See, they, they cat. Can you tell us a little bit about Roslyn? Um? Okay. Yeah. I kind of went at this backwards because I feel like it, it's like, oh, I want a noble for a friend. And obviously blue coat's an enemy, but it was like, no, no. Um, I think this is maybe like a like a this this Dermot is like a dirty vice cop who um who is like wor- works but the the neighborhood but we have an arrangement um <laughs> plays both sides and I think that maybe this uh this character of Rosalind Kellis a noble is someone who uh maybe they uh she is a a prim and and pious uh woman who's uh son um, had a dalliance with uh, Ekaprag Wodi and for a while they and Ekaprag and he had some went on some jobs together did some light light burglary and, and, and shakedowns and just kind of fun smash and grabs and when she saw her son going down a, a, a life of, of um, dissolution she blamed it on his repulsive little friends and so she sees me as a as a bad influence and, 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 and just part of the, the horrible uh, the, the ways in which Duskfall has fallen from the light, uh, and <laughs> why we're we're just awash in in delinquency, perversion, and uh, grotesquerie. And so the blue coats are, blue coats are questioning her, and of course she has the high class Duskfall accent, the nobility accent. And she's like, "Who would I know? Who has a connection to White Crown? Who knows how to get in and out? You ask me this, you pull me out of an important." society meeting to ask me these questions um yeah she's like uh, look at a certain theater there are many undesirables there pulling our youth toward the path of disillusion you must look to what do, do we name the theater god did we I don't think we did no um oh do you have uh, a name for it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's called uh, it's uh, it's called the sign of the ram. The sign of the ram. Brilliant. Uh, she says, "Look to this sign of the ram. That is where you will find the element you are looking for." And so they start to investigate the sign of the ram. Perhaps she didn't quite pinpoint you, uh, Akaprag, but she knows that that place is where her son went down the wrong path. And so, uh, that is a one to three. You guys gain plus two heat. Oof. You cannot get away from heat in this game. Nope. Honestly. Nope. 
Oh, oh wait, I just put it in rep. God damn it. Yeah, just keep it there. It's cool. Yeah, that's good. We like that. No. Oh, now you just completely took all our rep down. No, it's back. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow, the panic. Plus two, plus two heat. Okay, so now you're only four away from a wanted level. Um, mm-hmm. you've, you've managed to never give yourself a wanted level so far, so um, uh, good good work on that. And then, so Rosalind uh, Kellis has, has ratted on you and uh, pointed it pointed the blue coats toward your direction so they're just a little bit closer to the remnant. Uh, but now, with the entanglements complete, it is time for our downtime activities. Boom. And uh, I'm going to say that we can include Selyak and Chuck in this, if they wish. Oh, uh, so, um, I'm just going to go around and I'm going to... Let's start with Josephine. What does Juliet oh. want to do for her first downtime activity? Um... Let's, Would you like to hear your choices again? No, I think I know my first one at least. Great. I, I need so to the bring... viewers at this point. They or if they don't, I don't know why you're <laughs> tuning in to just this episode. Go back and watch uh, the whole saga. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to indulge my vice, just bring that stress down a little bit. Very good. So let's describe how are you fulfilling the obligation to your dead lover, Ophelia? So, um, you know, we needed that money. We went and did that momentarily, but um, she's still stuck on the fact that she saw Ophelia at the park. Oh, right. Yeah, and your last score. Yes. Um, and so I think she's going to go searching for her, but I, I think that we've reached the point where like the grief is almost turning into more anger, especially having it unlocked within her. By that now, did demon. she know that when she saw Ophelia, that that was a demon that was sort of manipulating her? I don't think so. In my mind, she does not. She was not present for what happened afterwards. In yeah. her mind, she was with Ophelia in that moment. In those okay. moments, um, so I think she's going to go to was it Miss Shore? Miss Shore Park? Park, yeah. And is just going to go searching for her all day long and and maybe she digs at the dirt and it sort it gets angry and the more that she cannot find her the angrier she gets and maybe she's um striking things down i'm not sure what what is populated at miss shore park but maybe there's some destruction in the process some wrecking uh great um she goes you know through the tunnel she searches everywhere and when she is unable to find ophelia she starts to get violent and uh and I mean, I don't know how you damage a park. I think that I think that you probably take down a tree or something. I could set some things on fire. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> uh, that's going to relieve some stress. Your weakest uh, attributes are prowess and resolve. So either one, yep. you have one die. Um, let's go ahead and roll and see how much yeah. stress you relieve. I'm going to go with resolve because I think it's going to be whether I can resolve myself to stop, you know, and how far I go. And Excellent. Um, but I think, I think it certainly ends with her, you know, perhaps sitting in the dirt watching this tree burn in front of her. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Now, Miss Shore has Oof. real plants. Miss Shore has real, real plants, unlike the uh, other areas okay. of town. It's one of the areas that has actual plants. Oh, uh, you only lost two stress. Only two. The fire isn't enough. You know, leeches uh, are specialized in tinker and wreck. 
And I think that the wrecking part of you isn't satisfied. Mm-hmm. You have to scour this city. You have to rip it to pieces if you want to find Ophelia. She's yeah. there somewhere. She's not dead. Mm-hmm. She's there somewhere. <sighs> Man, I can't believe I just got too stressed from that. Um, it's okay. You know, you I'm not that high. I've got, yeah, yes, lost too stress. But I'm I'm only at four now, which is an okay amount to maybe do a score with maybe later. or maybe you'll want to try to indulge your vice even more in your next downtime activity Perhaps, but for yeah. now I'm going okay. to turn to Valkos mm. Valkos your first downtime activity I think I am going to uh, relieve indulge in my vice um, oh so boy we know how that went last time I know mm. um, um I think uh, uh, I go to the, the path of echoes. Yes. And sort of, re- re- you know, it's almost like as soon as I walk up to them, they know they know what they got to do. You meet your contact from the path of echoes, uh, mm-hmm. who is an androgynous figure in many cloaks who goes by the code name. It's definitely not their real name. Ring. And mm-hmm. Ring says, I'm glad you have come to me instead of seeking feral spirits out on the street. You know, a lot of them have unclean humors that can pollute your corporeal form. (sighs) The remnants have paid on time. They have done right by us. So the Path of Echoes can start to initiate you into our secrets. Yes. But for now, you simply, you need to be filled. Is that correct? What if you were to fill me with your secrets? Hmm? This is a process that will take a long time. The rings of initiation. Well, let's just say that I am the first gatekeeper, and I don't trust you yet, Valkos. You could be dangerous to the path. You could knock us off of the path. You are very violent, irrational, brutal. And as he he keeps doing this, I keep leaning in forward and more and more. We must take this base lead and he, uh, he or she, uh, you know, touches your shoulder, take this base lead and slowly refine it into gold. I bow my head. Pulls out a spirit vial. I think you'll find that this spirit will fill you in a way that is pleasurable and satisfying without taking you on a little journey across town. We know about the trips you take, Valkos. Very dangerous. I know. And as soon as they do that, I kind of crack open the vial myself. Um, uh, the spirit um, enters through your nostrils. Through, through you, When you inhale, it goes down into your chest. Uh, and it's the spirit of a child. Oh, my uh, God. 
and I can <laughs> essentially what ends up happening is I'm like well, I feel I feel great I I feel so strong I just I feel so alive yes and ready yes Thomason do you feel the wind on your face I can I can feel it and it feels so and like a small tear just comes down it's like it feels so beautiful would you like a treat Thomason I would love a sweet and have you got any candy (laughs) ring takes you by the hand and walks you uh, into you have met in night market walks you into night market where you look over oh just uh, market stalls full of delectable sweets all the different candies and I'm like syrupy gooey yummies I want that one that one can I can I have that one please can I can I can I enjoy that one please it 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 looks delicious gorgeous I want it. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, the, so um, the child inside you fills up on candy. You eat an enormous amount of candy. It's like a it's like a unhealthy amount of <laughs> of lollipops and jawbreakers and uh, candied uh, walnuts and and dates. You you eat every delectable little gooey treat that you can possibly find as right. Ring looks on impassively staring at you with uh, their veil still over their face. Okay. Oh, I was just imagining these candy shopkeepers coming home like, Hana, damnest thing happened today. <laughs> <laughs> let's roll uh, Let's roll the attribute. And for you, it is, uh, oh my, you have nothing in insight. So you're going to yeah. roll two dice and take the lower. Mm. Okay. Would it, yeah, it would be. I would roll insight, right? Right, yeah. which is lowest, two dice and yeah. take the lower. Two. Uh, it was two, no matter what. So you um, you relieve two stress doing this. Okay. Um, oh works. man, none of us having luck with that stress relief. No, no, no it's, all. it's never enough. The vice is never enough. Uh, so that was another disturbing scene with Valkos. And then <laughs> now let us turn to uh, Ekaprag Wody. Uh, would Ekaprag like to take a downtime activity or would you like to use Selyak Khan? <clears throat> um, I think I'll start with Ekaprag since you, okay. you mentioned him. Okay, very it's, good. And since everybody's relieving stress, why wouldn't... Uh, why wouldn't he do the same? Oh, no. Because um, oh, he got, got pretty stressed out. Uh, his vice, of course, is pleasure. Yeah. Usually defined, and I think we said specifically defined for Ekaprag as sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, can't wait to describe this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Very good. Tell, tell me a little bit about where he goes. Okay. Um great. After <laughs> after the score, flush with flush with coin. Um just uh imagine the uh high 
the pristine version of our hideout. Somewhere off in a in another corner of Duskwall, just a group of people like ankle deep in water in a, in a subterranean uh, grotto. But and but instead of like jagged dark walls, um, there are like uh, little friezes of like fawns at play with like burbling fountains and uh, and um, little. Uh, man-made um, waterfalls and, like, nymphs capering. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, just a, a, uh, um, a person, like, like strips the waist, sinking down in, a, in, like, a hot, like, kind of, like, bath. There are different, like, baths around. And, like, their glance cuts over to the very uh, small and sinewy form, looks over, and it's like, Got your number, Ducky. Looking for a... Looking for a bit of fun. You know, there's private rooms here. If you're lucky enough to know somebody who... Knows the owner. Oh my god. I'm not saying I do, but... Pulling up... Pulling up some of those Tinker's tools from a chain around his neck. It's not many locks I can't pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll demurely draw the curtain. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, wow. Uh, lock picking uh, as a metaphor for uh, <laughs> genitalia is my favorite metaphor I've heard in what months. Uh, who's to say, right? I, I, look, why did I have to go and ruin the entendre <laughs> and make it a single entendre? Okay. Uh, Let's, let's go ahead and let's roll. roll baby. <laughs> let's roll for you. That's insight, and you have one die in it. Yeah, that may. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <sighs> nice. Oh, Nicely wow, done. Really yeah, amazing. five. A one, five. Two. Three. The ducky must have done a good job. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's it, right? There you go. Mm. Okay, Anchor yeah. Um, looking good. Great. So yeah, um, like uh, maybe you see like um, like Ekaprag looking extremely like uh, satisfied as um, someone puts a puts an address into his palm. It's like mm, uh, call on you if I've uh, if the spirit ever calls and like uh, just walks away away from this this person back into the night. Fully satisfied. Ekaprag, yes. uh, uh, he, he 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 lives the way he wants, and he and he lived well that night. And on yeah. that note, uh, with that with that feeling of satisfaction, we're going to take an ad break, and we'll come <laughs> back for the second downtime activity for this crew. They have coin. Maybe they'll take a third or a fourth downtime activity. You don't know. Uh, but for now, go pay money to our sponsors. We'll be back <laughs> with more Haunted City on the Glass Cannon. Uh, in just a minute. And we're back. And we are going through our downtime activities. Ekaprag Wodi has just had a very satisfying conclusion uh, at a hidden grotto full of nymphs. Uh, and we now turn <laughs> to the widow. Uh, the widow who didn't get much satisfaction from her act of arson out in Miss Shore Park. No. So... What now, Widow? Uh, uh, will you continue to indulge your obligation to Ophelia, or will you do something else? Um, 
I'm going to do something else. I think I'm going to work on a long-term project. Excellent. Is this a new one? No, this is the... I'm going to work on the Summon Ophelia Yeah, Celiac's that would make project. sense. You go mm-hmm. out and you try... You know, yeah. you try to, like, find her, and you can't find her, and you're like, no, I have to keep, you know, trying the ritual that will summon her. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, let's see, a long-term project. Um, right, and uh, what action are you using? Because I believe that uh, Celiac kind of helps you do this, Celiac Khan, but... I think Celiac's leading it for sure, because actually summoning a, a spirit is more his purview, but... Um... I think that I, I will do what I can in... Um, do you think that is there? Do you think there's like um, a sort of ritual site that, that Celiac has started sort of... Yes. Um, building up? In, in the grotto or elsewhere? I don't know. Where, where, where do you think Celiac would have... Um, the grotto seems like a safe place yeah. where there's like easy to control. And we've already described some like yes. arrays that he's... That he's okay. created of like like he had that sort of like magic circle of her mm-hmm. name spread out all over, and yeah, yeah. I think he, it's now like over time it's increasingly become more shrine like, and um, yeah, and you can see him now maybe like kind of tranced out like both hands <laughs> like automatic writing like the name backwards and forwards on pieces of paper as he's like meditating. Um, yeah. Okay. And but yeah, so he's. There's definitely a, a space a where he's space. trying to amplify the call. So I think that what um, uh, Juliette would be doing is tinkering with some of the things that are there. She takes out the handkerchief that she had kept that was soaked with her tears while she was grieving through the streets for Ophelia. And um, tries to, I think it's like extracting the essence of that grief. So she's treating this like she would any piece of technology, you know, yeah. even though it's an arcane technology. Yes. She is trying to different uh, combinations of objects, different combinations of emotions connected mm-hmm. to Ophelia. What is the right formula? What is going mm-hmm. to work? Uh, and so I will allow that. That's a very interesting interpretation uh, that allows you to use your best uh, action score. Uh, I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. And uh, why don't you go ahead and roll that action? You have one pie piece missing from your eight-segment Summon Ophelia clock yeah. currently. Can, can, can Celiac, assi- like we, we spoke earlier about like downtime activities being done in tandem, can this be also his? Can we do this uh, kind oh of yeah, like Celiac hasn't together? done his first, huh? Yeah, Celiac can also do a downtime activity and work on, I don't see why you can't both work on the same project. Yeah, if you're making this like... Uh, the, the distillment lacrimosa. Mm-hmm. To, 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 to distill the grief itself that still resides in an etheric form within the tears. Uh, and yeah, we, we're, you were trying to like almost alchemically separate out this, this uh, the pneuma yes. within this. Uh, yes, Celiac, I must see her. I must see her. You don't understand. Mm-hmm. I must. She's like almost gripping Celiac at this point with the like handkerchief in his hand and like desperately looking for this to happen. Right. Uh, what should the position be here? Um, we're going to call it controlled mm-hmm. uh, and standard. This is a. Okay. This yeah, is really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
There's a five in there. There's a five. Okay. And am I also rolling? Oh, yeah. I yes, you to. may as well. But let's let's deal with Juliet oh, first. So you get two segments, Juliet, yourself. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that's really exciting. Okay. okay. Right? That is exciting. Two segments. Yeah. So um, I'll go ahead and take two more segments off. And now, Selyuk, it's your turn to shine, buddy. You're helping with this. Yes. Um, so, yeah, if we're, we're now kind of like doing this, this, yeah. In, in theory, alchemy. it is possible to summon Ophelia this time. In theory, it is possible for this to happen this time. What? If Selyuk the... gets a critical. Oh. Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have a qu- before we start, perhaps I have a question about stress because I set the last one out. Am I cleared? Oh, yeah. You're cleared. Ooh. Great. And this is a uh, no pun intended because it is as though his flesh has been rinsed clean by pure rainwater, and the, the everything <laughs> underneath is standing out in in stark relief every time he passes beside a light. Um. Uh. I'm going to attune. I think the widow drops, like, to her knees before you and says, You you did it before. You did it before. Celiac, you did it at the park. Just do it again. Bring her back for me. And then, like, holding up this, this, let's say, like, a little little pan with a a dollop of this distillment in it. It's like, focus on that etheric force. The feeling in you that desires, the anarchic spark that is within you, it calls to her, it weeps for her, the part of you that is her, where she reached into you, where there is still a part of her in you. That is the part that we shall amplify and call. And uh, I... I just like to imagine Valko sitting nearby (laughs) eating chips. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because Valkos has to be nearby at the mm-hmm. ready, just in case, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I, and, and I think like, maybe uh, uh, Ekaprag is like lifts up a corner of a sleep mask and is like, mm-hmm, and goes back. <laughs> and um, and I guess roll, let's roll a tune, baby. Let's roll a tune. Okay, come on. What's what's going on? Come on. All right. Uh, that's a standard or controlled, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Make the thing do the thing. The thing uh, does it. No critical. No, no critical, I'm afraid. So with a four as your highest roll, you get two more segments. Oh, we're very close to summoning Ophelia, everybody. How many pie pieces Sonia. remain? Um, there will be three. three pie pieces remaining. Um, Juliet, like, pushes you away, angry. <laughs> like, why not? Why isn't she here? This stuff like that the spills on the floor, right? I think I think candles are falling over. Like Juliet is in a rage, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where is she? You did it. You did it when I was not ready, and now you cannot do it. Now that I'm here, I need to see her. Mm. Yes, the melancholic element in you is combining with. Halor. Forgive me. She's still very distant. But the force 
of your distillment still calls to her. Continue to meditate on upon her. It time moves differently for her. She may already be answering, though we cannot hear. Fine. Forgive me. Forgive me. Mm. And I. I'm sorry. I did not mean to <clears throat> take that out on you, Celiac. Thank you for. Thank you for helping me. I just fear that she is slipping away from me. Very good. <clears throat> um, and now we can turn to Valkos. Uh, Valkos, uh, after you finish your chips, <laughs> what is your second downtime activity? I think I'm going to go back to the ring. Oh, you want to, you want even more stress yeah. relief. Mm. Very good. And I kind of walk back again and, and sort of, um, but I feel different. I almost feel, even though it wasn't that much stress that came from me, I, I, I felt controlled. And I don't feel as messy or as horrible as I did before. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of walk back in and I'm just, you know, sort of looking around and, you know, waiting for the ring by this, you know, almost by this, like a, like the Thames sort of bridge or something. Yes, this uh, time, this time, um, there's a great bridge that stretches across the North Hook Channel between Brightstone mm. and White Crown. And that is where, that is where ring meets you this time. You've yeah, summoned kind of, me again. You know, I'm not some powder pusher. No. I have a higher calling to attend to. I understand. So why I, have you summoned me? What do you need now? More? Still unsatisfied? No, it's not that I'm unsatisfied. I have was satisfied, but... It was almost like... It rejuvenated me. I felt as if I could see reason, reason to live. And I've never felt that way before. Yes, a child's soul is a delicacy. (laughs) Yes. You begin to understand your soul and their souls there's but a thin membrane separating them isn't there you would know as well as anyone it was almost as if we were aligned I think you're ready to attend a meeting Meet me at this address at midnight. Take the address. Where is it? It's in White Crown, um, and it is another beautiful house along another beautifully curated little lane. It looks like the place you were just a couple nights previous, robbing Victoria's song. Uh, And when you knock on the door, someone in uh, the robes that Ring wears answers. Yes. I was sent here by the ring. Ah, enter. And they hand you robes. 
kind of look at the robes and I'm like, hmm. I start adorning these robes now. Yeah. Um, none of us have a face here. We put on other faces. I kind of nod. This person leads you into the courtyard where there are many robed individuals. Uh, mm. And instead of a spirit vial, you see what looks like a spirit aquarium in the center of the courtyard. <laughs> oh it's this God. enormous sort of like glass, hourglass type globe sort of thing. Well, mm. I mean, it's huge. And you see spirits swirling around inside. Wow. And I, there's almost this urge to, to, to run in and jump in that I'm, I'm fighting and I'm really sort of resisting but I'm just sort of breathing I'm, I'm focusing on my breathing uh, the meeting goes on forever uh, uh, Ring says many words about how the spirits of the past uh, need to be allowed to exist they need to be given freedom that our existence as a species from the very creation of our, our of our species till now is one continuous line of knowledge that is preserved if the spirits are preserved. And then Ring says, we have a new seeker here tonight. One who wishes to cross the first threshold. They point to you. Approach. And then I walk slowly. They take you to this really strange sort of nozzle hanging off of the front of this giant spirit aquarium. It looks like it's like this sort of like nozzle that'll like go over your mouth and face. Oh my god. Okay. And I go towards it. Breathe. Breathe the thoughts and feelings of our revered ancestors. And do I, like, lift the veil over this thing? Yes. And breathe in? So, yes. Yeah, so, so I kind of look at this thing, and I'm just, like, my heart's beating. And, like, I'm really, I'm terrified. And I open my veil and take it in, and I just... And it's more than one spirit. It's, uh... It's... Let's see. Five different spirits all enter your body at once. Oh my God. Uh, and uh, let's see how much they synchronize because that is going to be a very key component of whether you are trusted even more by the path of echoes. If you can synchronize these various ectoplasmic forms, oh. if you can act as an Athenor to them uh, and okay. merge them as one. So, right. So I roll, right? Yes, you roll your uh, you roll your two dice and take the lower. That's fucking evil. <laughs> Three. Three. You lose three stress. Um, they battle within you. Um, uh, you reel. Uh, some of them are absorbed into you, but you reel a little bit, and you're kind of belching up some of the ectoplasm. Right. Uh, and the other seekers, they all, the, the other walkers of the path, they all come and they hold you and they embrace you and they gently pull you aside. But mm. after the meeting, Ring comes to you and goes... You are not ready yet. You haven't emptied yourself fully. 
No, again. Again. Not, not now. Be gone from this place. And I sort of take that in and I just walk away. And I'm going to spend my extra coin to yeah. work on the downtime. And uh, on the downtime, on the sorry, not the downtime, on the on the group activity. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And I think like I'm going to use that coin. I'm almost going to. It's like offering this coin to summon Ophelia. Oh, mm. oh uh, well, that gains you the extra downtime activity, and you're going to work on the long term project. Yeah. And basically, I think what you're going to do. Uh, let me see. Can I, can I pitch something to you, Abu? Go on, please. I think that. The coin just gives you the extra time, the extra activity. I think you bring some of this ectoplasm home inside of you, and you belch it into the sacred ritual <laughs> circle that they have prepared for you. <laughs> Maybe there's a fragment of Ophelia inside you. Who knows? Mm. And I think it would be a tune. I'd be rolling my tune. I think that makes sense. Roll your mm. tune, and let's see if you're able to clear this downtime activity. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Yes. <laughs> what did you roll? A six. A six, A six what does means it mean? three segments. No. Valkos comes back to the lair, vomits up ectoplasm that begins to. I mean, the ritual circle has been desecrated. The, the candles have been knocked mm-hmm. over. Uh, a lot of the items are in disarray. But when Valkos exhales these vapors into the circle, suddenly they begin to form and a female body is slowly building itself from the items in the circle. Like uh, part of its arm is being held on with a loose handkerchief. A necklace she used to wear is sort of like holding up the like the head. Like it's it's Ophelia, but it's like she's not quite complete. She's She's holding herself together with these objects, and she says, Julian! What are you... I'm going to rush towards her. And what happens when you actually... Embrace her? Is it just... Like, no, what goes through... Like, do you go straight through a ghost? What does it feel like? And you try to um, hold on to a well, spirit... You- you uh you grab you grab her and you can feel these items kind of coming apart in your hands like her dress is kind of there's not really anything inside of it uh and she, but there is a feeling you know uh, the feeling you get when you're in a room and you know you're not alone the feeling you get when you suddenly realize someone is behind you there is a human presence here although faint uh and you can hear her whispering in your ears i've come back to you my love is is is? I mean, is the t- is the Greg gang here? Are you are you seeing this? Uh huh. I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I assume so. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm. I was probably doing some sort of ritual to try to reset up this space <laughs> when you just kind of burst in, and it might have been like a no, you wait, you fool, and and then this begins to happen. It's like, <gasps> and I'm just tr- kind of like observing and uh. I've missed you so, so much. You must tell me. You must tell me what happened. I have to know. 
You know what happened, my love. They did not want you to succeed. Your formula would have meant the end of the Leviathan trade. You know. <laughs> the Sparkrites did this to me. Look at me. And she raises oh. her hand and it's in pieces. And she takes off a part of her face and holds a piece of squirming ectoplasm in her hand. No, stop, stop. Stop, do not do this. We, we can... We can keep you here, right? We can keep her here, right? There is... I... I feel drawn away. No. The path of echoes. No. I wish to walk it. To learn its inner mysteries. Why? Why have you brought me back? Why? Because I... need you, Philia. I've, I've been lost. I've, I've, I've felt so much anger for what happened. You were taking Good. away from me. You should feel anger. <sighs> Why have you not stopped them? Why have I'm you not trying. punished them for I... what they have done? I'm trying. Like things in the room when she screams are like <laughs> falling off yeah. the tables and stuff. As I'm like kind of holding onto the wall. I will get them. I will get them, Ophelia. I promise you that they will feel all of the rage between us both. Do not be weak in this, Juliet. I know you. You want to believe the best of people. You want to believe that there is still hope. The only meaning is what we make. Hurt them. I will help you. While I'm still here. We can do this together. Yes. <laughs> and she kisses you. Oh my god. And it's cold. And I'm kind of watching this like... Like, what the... F like, I'm like... On all fours, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kiss her back however I can. Yes. Um, it's cold. It's not the same. Sure, yeah. Mm. It does not feel like you. Mm. It is only a piece of me. Ophelia looks at Valkos. And back and back to Ophelia. Have you tried to... Have you tried to inhabit... Another body. <laughs> I know that this one is a willing vessel. <laughs> she moves towards Valkos. I'm starting, to, starting to panic, and I'm like, "You said, you said, Valkos." I've already, I've already attuned to your form. I look to Theriac and I'm just like This spirit is very fragile What does that mean? The, the membrane between Alco's soul and 
the many the legions that have been walking through around passing through him I believe Velkos knows even now that he undertakes this at great peril to his own soul if give me time I'll do it <laughs> what the spirit of Ophelia looks to you and her eyes go wide. Oh, did you not hear me, love? What, you think this is the first time I've... had to... <laughs> been... been round the back of the grave, so to speak? What? <laughs> She's... And I've had a, the, the old epigraph chisel on it. Oh, I'm sorry. Too too good for a ride on Ekapragwodi. No, just throwing and my hat Ophelia in. should recognize him, actually. Uh, Didn't we establish that we both him. went to your shows? Yes, this may work. We already have a connection. It's Miss Ophelia. <laughs> Mr. Wilkie. Yes. And she breathes her cold breath on you, and she puts her very weak hand on your shoulder and really it's just an empty glove one of the things that was thrown into the ritual circle (laughs) yes she turns back and looks at you Juliet shall we try and you can tell in his eyes like like hyper hyper confident Ekaprag is like second thoughts like (laughs) 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 mind that love you love us like ice (laughs) Ophelia, your your anger should flow freely and more concretely. Go. I'll be looking at you through his eyes, my love. I'll be touching you with his flesh. I'll see you on the other side of Ekeprag Wodi. <laughs> Anything for adventure. <laughs> and you just see it like, uh, and you like goose bumps. And he's like, it's too cold. It's too cold. I don't know if I can. My love. Did it work? And like, like a, like a marionette, like standing up, like not used to being in a body, like, knocking things over like oh, it's okay you'll, you'll get used to it and Juliet holds her just tight like, yeah, jerkily and like settling down it's like it's like running running as, as Eka Prag slash Ophelia is like running their fingers through your like, through your hair and like so Celiac is just kind of like Looking over the Falco's like perhaps some privacy is in order. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think whoever's on the other side, as she's hugging Echo Prague, Ophelia, I think sees a moment of Did I make the right choice? Is this a good idea? And and it's this moment of like I don't know if I like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just hear like, you have to destroy them. Burn them. Raise them to the ground, my love. 
shatter their bones for me. Do it for me. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah, on that privacy note, um, <laughs> Juliet, do we have, like, is this just one big room in our, is our grotto just one? Yeah, there's, just a, bead, there's just a bead curtain. Sorry. It's just, you know, it's interesting. No. You know, we could get into the rules about how many people can live here. It's oh, actually, yeah. according to the, according to the game, only a certain amount of people can live here and not all of you, I believe. Um, I, I'm not going to look Ekebreg at the exact rule place. right now. Ekebreg has his own place. So does Chuck, obviously. Um, yeah. Look, let's just say that uh, there is a private area, of course. And um, Juliet sort of like leads Ophelia that way. And as Ophelia is Ekebreg, Ophelia, Ekelia? I don't know. <laughs> Akphelia? Akphelia? Um Goes in... Uh, Juliet just sort of looks at... at their form and is just kind of like... <sighs> and blindfolds herself, wraps <laughs> some fabric around her eyes and follows her in. And I can tell you that with the blindfold on, you can't tell the difference. It feels like... It feels mm-hmm. like Ophelia. In fact, in fact, maybe this blindfold is not a blindfold, and what <laughs> what is thrust into your hand by uh, by Celia Khan is a chainmail mask. Oh, that when you put his fine uh, fine spirit mask on, the face of Eka Pragwodi just like falls away, and it's and, and you are looking at that sort of etheric. Oh shit. Ophelia. Yes. All right, so Perfect. that was that downtime activity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens um, when you roll a six. <laughs> that's what happens when you roll a six, is and I right. Celiac goes over to Valkos and like, you have been a worthy vessel. You have achieved what I could not with, with, with so much preparation. And I just grab you <laughs> by, your, by, your, by your throat, and I'm like, we have done wrong. And I let go, and I just walk out of the grotto. Oh, no. Guess you better call Chuck again, because Valkos just walked out. No. Ekaprag, when... Is Ekaprag now... Look, your downtime activity is... uh, Your your long-term project was successfully completed. Mm. I think from now on, Ekaprag, for all intents and purposes, is a gestalt being with Ophelia. Okay? <laughs> so that means that Ophelia now gets a downtime activity. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Great. Cool. Um, then Ophelia's downtime activity is um, long-term project. Destroy the spark rights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's make that a little bit more, uh, a little bit more specific. Pers- personal. Uh, who, who, uh, um, because it's going to be hard. You can't just, you can't just destroy the entire faction with a long-term project. Now so. that I'm, okay. Yeah, now that Unifaros I'm, there. Who, yeah. Unifaros is maybe the ringleader of the assassins or is clearly maybe the most public facing one involved. So maybe project is like not just like wreck her reputation to the extent that we did, but destroy completely Unifaros. 
And okay. if I would characterize Ophelia in difference to Juliet, it would be that, you know, she when she said that he she had similarities with Valkos, it was just that she where Juliet needs to plan and needs to calculate, needs to know all the answers, Ophelia would just jump in without necessarily knowing it's going to work. We'll do oh, maybe man. the less uh, tactical, like just go in guns blazing type of approach more re- to anything. More reckless. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot more uh, reckless. Well, I'm grabbing a, a big clock. Destroy Unaferos' reputation. Uh, if you're going to do that in downtime, that's going to take quite a bit of of doing, quite a yeah. bit of, of planning and, and, uh, and uh, intrigue. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I'm taking a big clock here. Um, I think it's going to be like a ten segment clock. Is that is that what this is? And I'm going to um, put it down here, and we'll call it "Destroy Unaferos's Reputation." Okay. And right. once you start on it, you need to tell me what action Ophelia is using. Now Ophelia is um, trapped inside Ekaprag's body, so I guess. For simplicity's sake, we'll say she has access to his skills and abilities. Sure. <laughs> um, so, what action will Unaferos? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Uh, okay, great. Do you, would because does it does it um uh does this translate to like an actual benefit of having Ophelia around? Um, yes, it should in some way, right? Um, mm-hmm. and I think they'll basically look. Ophelia can also exit Echoprag. Interesting. You, okay. you basically have a ghost that works for you now. I okay, think that okay. that's a pretty big benefit, yes, right? Yes, okay, totally, okay. totally. Um, but but for now, I think she has to like in order to affect the real world in any significant way, she has yeah. to take her downtime activities with her vessel. And it um, kind of makes it like like even though she probably has a lot of like sciency tinkery type skills, uh, it might not translate because it would be like. Right, operating a piece of machinery, almost. Right, yeah. So it's more less like <laughs> less like I'm Ophelia now, but I've, I've got like a voice in my head that Absolutely. can occasionally speak through me mm. and act. Through Absolutely. Me. Um, so, tell me, um, what uh, what 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 action does she does she use for this first uh, attempt at the long term project of destroying Unaferis's reputation? Huh. Yeah, she's going full Count of Monte Cristo on him. Uh, what are we? What are we gonna do to? Uh, <laughs> she already has a terrible, uh, terrible blow. This what the sabotage of her machine. Mm-hmm. Um, take everything. Um, does uh, does Unifero have a significant other? Um. Oh let's see. my god. Four, five, or six. She does. Nope. Unaferos is single in a meaningful way. Okay. Okay. Hmm. You could begin. Uh, and by, some might say that makes like, someone vulnerable in a different way. Indeed. Like, and also, like, surely you would know secrets, right? Right. I mean, in, because Ophelia I, might have, like, her, you know, a connection. So you might be sprawling. Yeah, and the sp- spreading whispers or whatever of of Vuneferos that maybe she's just didn't... spreading rumors. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I mean, there, yeah. I think uh, 
So I, my, the, my, the forking path before me here is like, yeah, just just begin to like passively spread rumors about about Unifero's, and then a may perhaps more dangerous and active one is like, if Ekaprag Wodi was to try to become the significant other of Unifero's. Oh my god, that's actually genius! Oh my god! Oh um, my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be a multi-step process to do that, so oh, that maybe certainly. that's the plan to destroy the rep. But it starts with just kind of meat cuting with uh, Unaferos and establishing a rapport. So, what action is Ekaprag using to do that? Sway. Very good. Uh, give me a sway roll, and uh, depending on how it goes and how many pieces we tick off the clock, we'll kind of describe it. Okay. Um, we'll see. It's not my. I'm. I mean, great. Let's go for it. It's just one die. Let's see how we do. Four. Four. So that means two segments of the long-term project clock are ticked off. And I do think that that means that it's the initial meeting. You've had an initial meeting with her. Now, it's really Ophelia and Ekaprag's body who is conducting this long-term seduction. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so tell me how that goes. So... Yeah, I think I think um maybe uh, Ekaprag has a little, little bit of sort of more down rent um, bearing, but with Ophelia in the driver's seat, there's kind of an uncanny androgynous uh, <laughs> vibe, perhaps. Yes, and um, so yeah, well, I think what you described is great—just a meet cute. Um, uh, maybe. So there's a place where Unaferos actually gets. There's like a coffee house. Uh, of course, it's brewed from these weird beans that are grown uh, in the grottos underneath the city, uh, and it's not quite like the coffee we know of. It's much more acidic, and much more. Uh, it, it, it's it, it acts more like an amphetamine. Uh, but there is a place you have to pay top coin to. Um, to, to get to get your hands on a cup uh, okay. if you do it every day um, but uh, Una Ferros walks out of the place holding her her cup that's right she does um, and uh, Ekaprag of course has some let's do some some real subterfuge do like a like a pocket pick or something like that. Hey, you dropped this. Oh, great. I mean, it feels like this is l- getting into free play a little bit. Two ticks will be left off the clock no matter what, okay? Because okay. you've established the meeting. But let's see an action roll for that. Okay. Now that is finesse. Yes, it is. Uh, hmm? All right. Five. Oof. Uh, you've picked up her pocket vanity, you know, um, that uh, she would use to powder herself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, um, thank you. And she pockets it and uh, kind of looks at you quizzically for a moment and then tries to walk away. Um, and maybe if she was like, I mean, I feel like when an academic goes to a cafe, perhaps they spread out a little bit. And sorry, were you? Were you working on... Forgive me, I'm... 
just a layman. An enthusiast, but a... Were you working on some sort of... Electroplasmic circuit? Aha. Uh-huh. Um, I'm afraid that the nature of my work is quite confidential. Of course it is. Uh, and uh, you can see her trying to stuff... Uh, awkwardly trying to stuff papers back into albums and, like, you know, these heavy leather books that she's brought with her. She's trying to stuff them all back into her pack. Huh. Um, and she seems nervous talking to you. Oh, please. Um, you're, you've got your cup. You don't have a free hand. And uh, and if I could, like, may I? Yeah. She nods. And I would just, like, carefully stack papers I'd like I understand it must be hard being they say that intelligence it's the lightest yet the most burdensome thing that someone can carry it has no weight in and of itself but it has the burden of knowing how to use it wisely sleeps more soundly knowing that there's someone using using that gift wisely. I only hope you take some time for yourself to ease that burden a little. Especially she someone... says, yes, yes. And one of the reasons I'm smart is that I don't trust strangers. And she picks up her books and things, and she walks out the door. I understand. See you around. And now we've come to the end of all of our downtime activities. Uh, unless, well, does Selyak have another one coming to him? I guess he sort of does, if Selyak would like to take one more. I just want one more crack at that, uh, learn learn what's in that corrugated industrial building that I oh, felt calling yes. to me this whole time. Yes. Um, well, that's that's always been a free play action, uh, but it's starting to feel like a long-term project, It's just, isn't it's it? just taking a while, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and do it with another free play kind of thing. Uh, do you want to continue to survey it, which is what you were doing before, or would you like to do something else? I want to do something else. I want to try to, like, um, I actually want to try to go inside. Like, I'm, I'm like, I've been, I've been too, I've been too, uh, I think uh, maybe inspired by Valkos, just like, like I've been, I've been passively reaching into these fields. Well, he, he had the daring, the the anarchic daring to 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 tread in their domain, and I must do the same uh, to to follow this example of boldness. And so he, uh, it's just like I'm just going to walk in. I'm going to see. Yeah, I love it. Um, so uh, he walks in, and uh, the time he walks in is uh, you know kind of in the middle of the day in dustfall. And uh, which seems like the safest time possibly to kind of walk into a place. And uh, when he walks in, um, he notices workers who are moving. uh, You know, it does look like a warehouse and they are moving some kind of stock uh, that is in uh, wooden crates, uh, you know, filling orders, it seems like. And uh, as he's uh, doing this, a man in uh, kind of an old kind of like watchman's uniform it's it looks like approaches him uh and the guy is kind of old and grizzled looking and is like can i help you For, forgive me I, help me that is the presence that is under this building 
Forgive me. I... Forgive a, a curiosity seeker. My, my, my father worked in this neighborhood when he was a young man. Did not some other building used to be here? Yeah. Yeah, there was another building here. Used to be a city watch station. City watch, yes. He always spoke about it with a reverential uh, tone. What uh, what do you sell these days, my friend? Uh, Ah, wax. (laughs) Yeah. They've engineered hives. Ah, yes. It's used in candles. Of course, candles, ceiling, and of course our... The manuf- the, the, the apiaries also produce some... Um, I need treasures for the, those among us who have a taste for sweets. I'm going to ask again. Hmm. Can I help you? Is there oh. something you need here? You have, uh, you've been very helpful indeed. Please. Please. Do I feel where that's coming from? Like under where we are? Oh yeah, underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, is it... He described in this watchtower... He, my, uh... The watch uh, had... This would have been almost like a little police kind of situation. That's right, it used to be. And in fact, now that you look around, there's like burnt remnants of that inside the warehouse. This like corrugated metal building has kind of been erected around it to kind Mm -hmm. of hide and to you, to your trained criminal eye, obfuscate Mm -hmm. what's going on inside. Forgiven these people, I mean, you could tell the guy was lying. Yeah. Forgive a nostalgic fool. My, uh, my, my father once in a this drunken disorder found himself in the uh, in the intoxicants tank. Uh, he he had he had a very humorous story uh, about uh, carving his n- initials in his cell. It would it would mean a great deal to him if I could say that I saw them with my own eyes. May I go below, <laughs> Tycarosi? Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that you were in a cell. Your dad was in a cell. Demon blood, right? Yes, his, his command of your tongue was uh, not even so great as my own. So uh, I can put most of this up to a uh, uh, loss of translation. Well, we're very busy here, and I don't have time to play tour guide. Of course. So unless you roll an action, I'll try a that sweat. convinces him. Yeah. Here we go. Oh. Hey. Success that with a consequence. A, mm-hmm. Two other watchmen-looking guys walk over, and they're like, we'll go with you. Ah, you are too kind. They take you to a corner where there actually is an old remains of a cell, and, like, there's some, like, graffiti on the wall. Am I seeing anything, like, esoteric or... You're not. It looks like a city watch station really was here at some point, uh, but you feel closer to whatever it is beneath you, and it's like, please. I can pay you. 
<laughs> I sh- and then, like get down on on the on the floor, and I'm like l- pretending to kind of look at the wall, just like touching the walls, like yes. We will come to an accord. Ah, here it is. <laughs> My father, uh, uh, Dirk Simcox. That was him. Um, <laughs> he, yes, indeed, he was here. Um, yes. Suddenly, a woman has uh, entered the area. Um, she looks uh, like someone not to be trifled with. Uh, dark black hair standing very erect and uh, uh, you can tell she has a law enforcement air about her but she's also dressed in one of these sort of like watchman's uniforms and she goes who's this what are you doing here oh forgive me these gentlemen were being so kind as to show me some of the old edifice around which your uh, estimable organization has been built leave now but now. of course, of course, I, I have come, I have received what I came for, and you have been already too kind and I too trying to your patience. And she watches you as you exit. Yeah. And her eyes narrow. I just, and she sees like a skeleton face smiling back at her as he goes back up the stairs. She... Shuts the metal warehouse door, blocking your view of the inside. I will free you. You shall be free once more. <laughs> so as I touch Very the good. So, uh, Selyak, he has a job he could uh, recommend to everybody, but we're in free play. Uh, What would Juliet like to do? What would Juliet like to look into? Um, She could do a gather information role on a score. She could talk to one of her contacts. Um, Look, I don't know if I have anything that's information gathering specific. Uh, I I want to... Could she just uh, go talk to Valkos? Of course. <laughs> okay. Um. Later, uh-huh. and uh, walks over at some point. I don't know. In the grotto, and and Ecphelia is not there, and it's still in the room. I assume somewhere, separate room. <clears throat> Alcos, could I ask you a question? Yes. You have let spirits ride you, so to speak. (laughs) When you did so, did they feel happy did they feel more than one thing I told you being led by grief it brings suffering and pain 
You know, I have seen many spirits, played with many spirits, fought with many spirits. Your spirit, there's something about that spirit that feels. Listen, we've had a lot of fun together. <clears throat> I want you to know this. If anything were to happen to you, I would be there for you, no matter who they are. Even if your other half were to come for you. I've seen what they can do to people. When they pass, they are not the same. <laughs> you have let grief lead you here. I fear that you may be correct, but I hope that you are not. Hope. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. She is so... She is so angry. All I feel is anger even even now that we are together I don't understand then you should ask yourself the question why is she angry is she angry that she has was taken away prematurely or she was brought back right yes thank you uh Argos for being here. I mean what I said. If any harm comes to you, I'll be there. Thank you. Mm. Speaking of, I uh, I feel similarly for you, Valkos. And I worry... I worry for what happened just recently. Those that attacked you, was that from, what is it, Flint's men? Yes, yes. Because of the altercation, because of, I worry this is. Listen, listen, I had it coming. I was reckless. I was stupid, I was foolish. I was led by pride, led by stupidity. But, don't worry. I have a plan. You do? <clears throat> Should we aid you in this plan, perhaps? Maybe. It'll be dangerous, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, ah, what a new concept. <clears throat> 
Okay, so is Valkos, is Valkos intent on going after Flint next? Taking his head out and taking over his operation. I think that that would, I think that that would count as uh, turf. So Ooh. looking at the crew sheet, uh, I think that if you took, if you were to take out Flint and take over his operation, we could count that as turf. <clears throat> uh, and you would fill that part of the holdings on your sheet. Okay. Well, whatever it takes, I'm in. And I know the place pretty well, so... <laughs> we could say, uh... It'll be a lot easier than just... Breaking and entering. <laughs> right, it'll be a lot easier, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, it seems that two scores are kind of available right now. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to stop anyone from suggesting something else or looking into something else their character is interested in. Uh, no. No. I, I think that's yeah, I pretty think, good. I think it's time to decide can, then. Can I do something horribly disruptive? And uh, I wish you would. <laughs> Sorry. No, How can I it just, be disruptive? Oh, it's disruptive in that I, I think I want to spend a coin and do one more downtime activity. Go That's on. okay. It, it won't take much time. It's not. It's do just it. disruptive in our flow of not at what all. we're doing right now. Go, go, go. Um, I want to spend my coin to start another long-term project. Oh, my gosh. This is the, this is the episode <laughs> of Long-Term Projects. I'm going to call this episode Long-Term Project-O-Rama. Okay, um, <laughs> that was got a lovely ring to it. Yes. Okay, great. Um, great. Um, what is the long-term project? I'm going to do like a classic like leech thing here, and I want to start crafting uh, an invention of sorts. Mm. Um, okay. I'd like to start working on a set of three rings that can be attuned to the users and uh, would inform one another when one is in danger or is close to huh. death. Um, wow. I, I know this is like just coming out of <laughs> nowhere. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Okay, okay. I just, I want to, I want us to have, <clears throat> I don't know. I just thought it would be fun. Uh, something that sort of like it has a stone that changes colors with what's happening to each of us. I love it. And I think that, you know, that is, that's not OP to me. That's like just smart. So I'm going to make it only a eight segment clock. <laughs> okay. Um, I, uh, what, does this work on, uh, principles of electroplasm or is it to do more with the occult and spiritual resonances? Um, let's see. Yeah. I mean, could you technically split it? Could you do like almost like half, like half of the segments is going to be like the tinker bit, and then half right, would be half like is the, yeah the tune like kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have zero tune, but doesn't mean I can't still use it. Um, but well, you guys yeah, all gang up mix. on each other's downtime activity, your long term projects. <laughs> we so. do gang up on it, so I'll start with tinkering and, and making these. But you know what, tinkers, you know, leeches, some of the stuff that we work with does have um, a cult or arcane. components to it you know they're still able to work within it um i think it's just about yeah sort of do you have a name for this invention Mm. Mm. um let's call them um heartbeat rings great 
I don't know. That's what? perfect. What yeah, that's perfect. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I was like, oh. I was like, that was, that was like, okay. a, mm, I'll be right. They monitor nice. each other's heartbeat. That's really insanely yeah. I think that's like, cool. I think that's, yeah. and that's really good of the time as well. It's great. You can kind of, <laughs> yeah. You can um, feel it. Like, it, aware like of they, it. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's great. It's like they're like You feel each other's, hand. yeah. So, um, Tinker. So, Tinker? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just c- controlled standard, right? That's right. Okay, here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my Hell God. Yeah. What <laughs> was it? What did you Success. get? A critical. Two sixes. Amazing. Two sixes. These rings are meant to be. You the time have just is right. filled five segments. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I hope you like the sound of that, because, yeah. uh... Coming soon. And like maybe as you're hunched over your table, just like crushing it, like in the zone with this, you just you just feel a presence behind you. It's like making someone a present there, darling. Oh, oh my god! Don't want to see. Everybody's got to have their secrets, right? Ekapreg, <laughs> is that you? And it's always, but. And then you just see like a little like. Oh no! Blood. Oh god! This is. Of course. You... Just puts a hand on your shoulder. Take the time to do whatever it is you think you. You think best. <laughs> yes, as always. Our plan is in motion. Buries herself into her work, kind <laughs> of. Uh... <laughs> she buries herself in her work with great success. Yeah. Uh, you have a chance of finishing this invention in your next downtime. But for now, you must tell me what is the next score you're all going to take on. Mm-hmm. Kill Flint. Yes, I vote Kill Flint. Everyone is in agreement. He's been too Sorry, active is for that, too is long. That fine? Mm-hmm. Yes. No, no, no. We've had we've had it in our crosshairs for a while. Yeah take some turf um, I think that Ophelia when she learns of this is upset yeah yeah I mean Ekapride can probably control her fight with her mm-hmm. but Ophelia wants to go after the spark rights mm-hmm. always and only great um, uh, but I guess we'll have another flashback where Flint is looking at his bloodied uh, even the guy with some of his intestines missing got back you didn't even need Crow's Veil because they managed to drag him back before he died. Oh, my uh, God. And then he dies inside of Flint's house. And he's like, ah, damn it. He's dead. Ah, I guess throw him into the hagfish. Let them uh. eat his body before a damn spirit wells up out of it. He was never worth a damn. And he won't be worth a damn dead. Uh, and two of the men uh, drag him off like. We may have a real problem here. I think they're coming for us. And when they do, I plan to be ready. Oh. And then he takes a bottle down off the wall. Isn't that right, my darling Galena? <laughs> I won't let them hurt you, my love. Never. Never. Ah, <laughs> uh, and so. Uh, Flint is preparing for your assault. It's not an assault necessarily. You're, you're, you, you coming for him. So this should be an interesting match next time. Yeah. Oh man. We were also preparing as like the crow's veil, like 
ritual yeah. is occurring. Yeah. Like smoke, like you just take take this huge draft of smoke, and when you exhale, nothing comes out because it's just stored, and you're waiting, waiting for the moment that life is taken to create the. The, the just, clouds that will hide you from the I also just want to say that Chuck's just going around being like, I wasn't part of it. It wasn't me. <laughs> it, it wasn't me. You see, <laughs> I'm not part of the crew. Chuck, Chuck is trying to recruit his own crew. Exactly. Oh you know gosh. what? I, if, if people have the time, let's just yeah. have Chuck roll on that long-term <laughs> I was say, activity. You should, right? Yeah. Right? So, Chuck, was, what action is he using to recruit people? Okay, so I think because he's now having to convince people, <laughs> basically. Um, oh, God. In fact, I think, yeah, he's. I think it's. Oh, I want to play. I want to play Sway, but I don't think he's swaying people. Yeah. Probably surveying. He's probably seen everything. Yeah. And he's gone, you know, and he's been like, you know, I couldn't have been there, but I know who were, who was, you know, I, I, I know the location of where they were, you know, that kind of vibe. And he's like trying to, again, he's, he's, he's looking for the right people to join he's, this crew. He's still looking for them. He's not, he's yeah. not moved to, uh, persuading them yet. Very good. No. Roll your die and let's see how he does. Okay. Is it controlled? Uh, yes. Controlled standard. Yep. Cool. Three. Three. <laughs> Um, I'm afraid that uh, old Chuck, uh, he's only gotten one more pie piece on his uh, on recruiting a crew, uh, but he's when, out there. When do we start hearing about this? Like, how when, do we? When we have I, I, a new spinoff series that's just about <laughs> Chuck and his crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of it. Hey, Ross, Chuck Chuck. who's joining us for this score? I don't know. Do I have to decide now? You do not. I was just wondering. But if our viewers and listeners want to find out, they should tune in next week when we will go finally up against Flint the Spirit Trafficker to try to take his operation. All of that and more insanity and chaos on Haunted City. Thank you, Josephine McAdam, Abu Salim, and Ross Bryant. You have been brilliant. I've been Jared Logan. We'll see you next time, Glass Cannon Nation. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.